Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here typically every Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before I get into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and click the like button, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you're listening to your pod on your podcast player, go ahead and follow and leave a five-star review. That would be very helpful in helping the podcast reach more people. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Edition with Addy, Twitter at Edition Pod or Addy at Addy Adewusi. You can get all these episodes directly into your email inbox by subscribing to the Substack, editionpod.substack.com. And you can also email me, editionpod at gmail.com. If you have any career questions, market questions, tech industry questions, I'd be happy to answer them on the show anonymously or not. Okay, so let's get into the market updates, and they are not looking good. Crypto is probably the worst I've ever reported since starting this show in March of 2022. So Bitcoin is at $19,003, and that it is down 8.46% over the past seven days. Ethereum is at $1,017. It is down 9.19% over the past seven days. I have a lot of crypto news stories that are probably contributing to this price drop later in the episode. So the S&P 500 is down 0.16% over the past five days. The NASDAQ is down 1.63% over the past five days. So it's it's red across the board. And yeah, honestly, it's getting a little scary. Uh, All of my stories today are about crypto companies in crisis and more layoffs. So pretty much since I started the podcast, the markets have completely tanked across the board, except real estate due to the war in Ukraine, the rising interest rates, the inflation reports. There's a lot of macroeconomic issues going on right now, and that is affecting our pocketbooks as well as our investment portfolios. So let's get into the hot topics. So first, I announced this on TikTok yesterday because I wasn't able to record, but crypto hedge fund Three Arrows Capital plunges into liquidation, and this is from Sky News. I'll quote from the article, Three Arrows Capital, a cryptocurrency-focused hedge fund, has plunged into liquidation, deepening the crisis engulfed the, engulfing the global digital asset sector. Sky News has learned that partners from Tenio, or Teneo, in the British Virgin Islands has been lined up to handle the insolvency of the Singapore-based firm, which was set up in 2012 by Sue Zhu and Kyle Davies. So this is, we saw this coming. I've been reporting on Three Arrows Capital and their liquidation crises for a few weeks now, but now that a court is asking for their liquidation, This is getting very real very fast. If you're active on crypto Twitter, you are very aware of Suzu and Kyle Davies. They are very vocal on Twitter. They were, you know, very bullish when crypto prices were high. And we know that now because they were borrowing, they were taking their customers' fund and making very high-risk bets. 
And as a crypto hedge fund, that is what they should be doing. You should be taking higher risks. You are expecting greater returns with a hedge fund, but in the name hedge fund is hedge. So these risks should be equally hedged to counter for if these if things fail. And it looks like maybe they were hedging their altcoin bets, basically their non-Bitcoin, non-Ethereum bets with Bitcoin and Ethereum, but Bitcoin and Ethereum have also dropped significantly as well. So I highly question their investment fund strategy. That being said, I'm not a hedge fund manager. I can't say I would have done better, but I probably would have. And it's having ripple effects across the industry. So moving into the next story, so FTX walked away from a deal with Celsius after seeing the state of its finance. This is from the blog. I quote from the article, crypto exchange operator FTX looked at making a deal with trouble crypto lender Celsius, but ultimately walked away. Two people with knowledge of the matter told the block. FTX began talks with Celsius about providing financial support or making an acquisition, but decided against proceeding after looking at Celsius's finances, the source said. Celsius had a $2 billion hole in its balance sheet, and FTX found the company difficult to deal with, one of the sources said. Celsius did not respond to the block's request for comment. Celsius has been fighting for survival since freezing all withdrawals on June 12th, citing extreme market conditions. Clients' funds have remained stuck forever since. Celsius claimed 1.7 million customers and around 12 billion in assets under management in May. Amid its financial woes, Celsius has remained almost silent. Its last official update was issued on June 2019, when the or June 19th, when the company said its objective continues to be stabilizing our liquidity and operations. This process will take time. End quote. So. Celsius, which I've reported in previous episodes, I will put that along with the links to all the articles as well as my contact information in the show notes. So Celsius had one last shot to be saved by FTX, which is a crypto exchange founded by Sam Sam Bankman-Fried. You've probably seen their commercials. They were, Tom Brady was an investor at some point. And... FTX basically said, never mind. So I don't know what is going to happen to Celsius. I feel for their 1.7 million customers. It's crazy how many people were using um, this exchange or uh, this, uh, I believe Celsius is a DeFi platform, but yeah, not good. Moving on, Genesis faces hundreds of millions in losses as 3AC or 3 Arrows Capital exposure swamps crypto lenders. And this is from Coindesk. I quote from the article, the cryptocurrency market maker and lending firm Genesis Trading is facing potential losses into the hundreds of millions, according to three people familiar with the matter. The losses at Genesis relate in part to exposure to over-leveraged hedge fund Three Arrows Capital and Hong Kong-based crypto lender Babel Finance and are on the order of a few hundred million dollars, one of the people said. The losses come as a shock. The losses come as the collapse of Three Arrows Capital sends shockwaves across the crypto lending industry with numerous firms facing financial substantial losses from their exposure to the fund. So, uh, end quote. So people are looking at Thero's Capitals basically being the the Bear Stearns of crypto 
basically the company that goes out of business that has ripple effects across the whole crypto industry. And that is what's happening. So we will see how this will all play out. So moving on, the last crypto story. So CoinFlex, this CoinFlex CEO says it's unlikely to resume withdrawals on Thursday. So I quote from the article, this is from CNBC, embattled cryptocurrency exchange CoinFlex will probably not be able to let customers withdraw money again on Thursday as it had originally planned, CEO Mark Lamb said on Wednesday. We will need more time and it is unlikely withdrawals will be re-enabled tomorrow, Lamb told CNBC. However, CoinFlex is in talks with several large funds interested in buying the $47 million in debt alleged, allegedly owed by investor Roger Ver, or Roger Ver, Lamb added, end quote. So I just talked about CoinFlex, and on that last episode, I told you if you had money on CoinFlex to withdraw it now, it looks like they paused withdrawals since I recorded that last episode, and they were supposed to resume with, resume withdrawals today, and they do, did not. So let this be a sign. If you have money on any DeFi platform, whether they are completely stable or not, I would take it out ASAP. Okay, moving on to layoffs. So we're already at nine minutes, so I'm going to go through this as fast as I can. First, Tesla lays off 200 workers in their autopilot unit and closes their San Mateo office. This is from Bloomberg. I have the link in the article in the show notes. Unity is laying off hundreds of staffers. So um, this is a surprise. I'll quote from the article and go into my thoughts after. So I quote, Unity, the company behind the popular game development engine of the same name, has recently laid off hundreds of staffers, multiple sources tell Kotaku. This article's from Kotaku. Founded in the mid 2000s, Unity is used by thousands of developers. You've, most cert- you've almost certainly seen its logo pop up in the loading screens for some of your favorite or least favorite games. In 2014, former EA head John Ritchie Tello took over as CEO. In 2020, Richie Tiello reportedly saw his compensation jump by 160% to $22 million. The, thir- the firm employed 3,300 people as of June 2020, according to its IPO filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, though the company's LinkedIn and Glassdoor pages pegged that figure as north of 5,000, end quote. So this is really surprising to me because as, so fun fact about me in college, I took a 3D digital modeling class. And at the time I was excited about the idea of being a video game environment designer. After doing research, I found that that's one of the worst fields to go into. So I ended up not doing that, but I was very aware of Unity because that is the game development engine for a lot of video games. So I'm surprised that they're experiencing layoffs considering that gaming has been such a profitable field for the past two years. Is this a sign that gaming was a victim and a beneficiary of the COVID bump that we saw in a lot of tech stocks and that now that we're returning to a sense of normalcy, these video game companies are hurting for revenue. So we shall see. Okay, next, Tencent, ByteDance, implement fresh layoffs amid China's economic pains. This is from the Wall Street Journal. I quote, 
China has been signaling an easing of its regulatory campaign against the technology sector, but the country's tech giants are moving ahead with more job cuts as growth stalls. Companies including Tencent Holdings and ByteDance are implementing fresh layoffs affecting thousands of employees in their latest round of cost-cutting, current and former employees said. These job cuts come on top of the tens of thousands of employees already axed by Chinese internet companies since late last year after Beijing's regulatory crackdown swamped the sector, end quote. So this is relevant for me, especially because ByteDance is the owner of TikTok, which is their U.S. product. And uh, Tencent, I believe, is the creator of WeChat, which is one of the biggest apps in China. So yeah, it looks like they these layoffs are proactive as opposed to reactive. They're just anticipating more Chinese regulatory crackdown, so they're getting ahead of it. But it's still really shocking and surprising to, for this to happen all at once. So that ends the news segment. That was a lot of negative news. And uh, so let's hopefully, I'll turn it around in the what I'm geeked out about segment. But in the career segment, this is a little negative as well. So my advice is under promise and over deliver. And you may have heard this before. And I will say it's the hardest thing to do. Because as an employee, I always want to, you know, I want to, I want to overpromise. I do, and sometimes, depending on the role that you're in, it's not in your control. Like for me, for example, as a product manager, I may be promising dates that I've been given by engineering, and and sometimes these delays happen so close to the deadline that even though I know it's unlikely. If engineering is confident about a date, I'm going to share that with my team and my stakeholders. But I really wish if I could go back in time, I would add a month to every target date as opposed to giving the date being provided by my engineering team because there's always unexpected things that come up and they I believe that they were really confident at the time. But delays happen and there's massive ripple effects and it does not help anybody. So my recommendation for you is to under promise and over deliver. And I'm going to be doing that moving forward. Absolutely. So I'm learning as long as along with you all. <sighs> um, it's easy. I would say it's fine to overpromise and overdeliver, but it's not okay to underpromise, or it's not okay to overpromise and underdeliver. And that's the situation I would say most of us find ourselves being in a lot of the times. If you have successfully navigated this, please reach out to me, leave a comment, leave an email on advice along this lines because it's really hard to do. It's hard to say, I know you want this by X date, but I don't think it's going to be ready, so let's push back this date to give some buffer time. That's a conversation, a talk track that I need to practice. Okay, and what am I geeked out about this week? So this week I am geeked out by team morale events. So I had a team morale event yesterday at Put Shack. If you follow me on TikTok, you can see the little video I made, and it was such a good time. Um, while I'm at the office, pretty regularly, I'm in the office right now, 
I don't always get to see my team because we come in on different days. And so it was just really great to come together, play games, have some good food, have some drinks. And I really appreciate the Microsoft directors who organized our event for Microsoft Atlanta. Um, so thank you and check out the TikTok. Okay, that's today's episode. You should expect to get this later in the day. Today's June 30th, if not um, tomorrow morning, just based on um, my editing and upload schedule. I'm going to do my best to not do that. But you will get it sometime in the next 24 hours, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.